On a Saturday, yeah, right. It's a Friday night, baby. Let's do it. All even podcast. We live. We live and then live in color. We're going live. That's what we do nowadays, especially when you know sickness is around. There's too much sickness going on. I was sick for like three weeks. Couldn't take it. I don't want nobody in my house. So we're gonna live stream. We're going to keep it like this, and we're going to have a lot of fun, man. Um, Nicole on the ones and twos, the silent assassin is here. How you doing, Nicole? Pretty good, pretty good. What's up? Nothing much. Yeah. You you had a big, big last two weeks. Did I? (laughs) Maybe a little bit. A little bit. Didn't notice. Didn't (laughs) notice. I mean, listen, I didn't do a sports show for, what? Two weeks, three weeks. So I don't know exactly what's what. I don't know. So you, you you might have to remind me what happened. Got some pretty big numbers on them. You know, those Oprah clips, Lori Harvey clips, Jonathan Majors, Kim Kardashian. Pretty interesting. It yeah. is pretty interesting. Honestly, I um I had no idea it would do this crazy. Listen, first off, shouts to spiritual whistleblower um interview was amazing she was extremely candid up front um you know didn't hold no punches she she just swung for the fences i I respect it i respect it um but yeah you know exactly the number total silent assassin i think you're talking about around like 10 or 11 mil we're pretty much at 11 million views around every social media platform so we're talking about youtube we're talking about facebook we're talking about instagram we're talking about twitter everything combined 11 million views so give yourself a round of applause all right give yourself a round of applause because you put it all together you made me look good you did not gonna lie to you Maybe look good. Yeah, I remember you called me and I was at work and you're like, you know, you did it again. I was like, I started to panic a little bit. So what happened? <laughs> I was like, and then you started like freaking out. I'm like, what? So then like all like the rest of like the week and stuff, even up to like today, I just constantly be checking like everything. I'm like, I just want to see like, look at this. My my friends got is it, you know, get all these millions of views. I'm like hyping at you up telling everybody I work about you tell my family I'm like I know this guy He's got- <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh, it was it was a great interview man so shouts to her shouts to you and shouts to Claw hi Claw how you doing how are you buddy glad to see you but not see you you know what I mean uh, I know exactly what you mean yeah how's it's your week uh, it's pretty amazing busy tired Lifing, which is great. Yeah. Um. What are your thoughts on what we were talking about prior? Well, I'm missing the Kanye show for this right now. I'm just gonna let you know, right? So, I just got to get that off my chest. But um, no, I'm happy, man. I think that's well deserved. It's a great interview. The numbers 
should be what they are. So they are. You guys did amazing work. Nicole, you do amazing work. I mean, bring them this way. That's what I got to say. That's big facts. That's big facts. Um, we got some AFK salute. I see you, man. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. It was great interview. And just look out for that part, too. But we got a lot to talk about tonight, right? Haven't done sports in a while. Super Bowl is this weekend. Who you got? Who you got? I don't know, man. <laughs> you have no idea who you're picking. Listen, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't care. Uh, I don't care who wins. And it's just one of those games where it's just like, all right, cool. Listen, it's it's this, it's that. But I'm not, I'm not excited about it. I really ain't. I really ain't. Um, NFL honors. I'm going to go through the awards and who won and who you thought should have won. Um, Cowboys hired their new defensive coordinator. Very interesting hire. I like it, but he wasn't my first choice. I want to talk about my first choice in a little bit. We got Jets watch. Hmm. A lot to talk about in regards to the Jets. Uh, did you hear what Woody Johnson said, Claw? I have not. I have oh, well, I, I'm going to break it to you then. It's going to be very good. Um, NBA trade deadline. We're going to talk about that just a little bit. Um, winners and losers for that. Uh, the Kobe statue, big, big, uh, you know, unveiling. It looks great. Um, talk about my Lakers for a little bit because they're always a dumpster fire. Um, and my biggest title contender in the Eastern Conference. I don't want to talk about them right, right now, but I'm definitely going to reveal it soon. Um, conference breakdown about who I think are frauds and the real deal. Um, relevant news of the week. And then the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. Before all that, though, before all that, let's go back to the interview a little bit because I'd like to talk about why, why people react the way they do to certain things. Um... You know, I, I am not Tom Brokaw, whatever, whoever, any one of these reporters or whoever it is, right? I, I, I like to have conversations with people. And when you have conversations with people, people will open up, people will get very honest, and, you know, certain people swing for defenses. Spiritual Whistleblower is one of those people. Um, You know, she's very opinionated. She has a lot of... um clinical study work that she's done a lot a lot of information um so it's not just coming from a place of hate but my thing is why do we always have to have this you know we shouldn't speak about this you know it's black on black crime type no it's not there's a lot of shade that's in our culture, in our community. A lot of things that go on behind the scenes that are fucked up. And I think at this point, a lot of people are tired of turning the other cheek. They're tired of just saying, yeah, you know, that's my that's my black brother. I got to make sure that, I, you know, I got to hold it down. Don't, don't matter if you did me dirty. I got to make sure I just keep it in the house. I don't necessarily agree with that all the way like i think that 
if you have something to say, say it. If you have evidence or facts to back it up, provide it. If you have clinical fact, you know, clinical data to back up your statement or whatever it is, do so. But I don't understand it's not shade, not my opinion. Claw, thoughts? I mean, listen, at the end of the day, people, I don't know, man, everybody just so butthurt over everything nowadays. You can't speak freely. You can't say what you feel. You can't have an opinion. Right. got to respect an opinion. So I think that's just the wag part of where we are. We're like right there in life. So yeah, well, call somebody out, you know what I'm saying? And I mean, you, I don't know. It's just, you can't do anything. Look, Damn. Kanye used to do it for years. <laughs> <sighs> Kanye used to do it for years. They used to call him crazy. Right? Still does. And he does it right too. Facts. Listen, did, did you agree with him uh, knocking that phone out of that lady's hand? I would do it. Oh, you would? Hell yeah. Don't ask me no crazy. You out your mind? Yo. And you put the phone in my face? Yo, I'm, a whole, I'm not going to hold on to it. I might just put put it on top of a mailbox or put it on top of a, you know what I'm saying? What? Hanging over <laughs> what, the sewer. What was the question that, that, that she asked? Uh, <laughs> does, does your wife have free will? <laughs> I mean, what? Yo, son. Yo, yo, I ain't gonna lie. That's OD. <laughs> wild question to ask. That's OD, son. How you gonna ask somebody that? How you gonna ask somebody that? Does your wife and expect not to get jabbed in the face? What? Yo, that is mad disrespectful. Very, very disrespectful. Yeah, that don't make sense. Yeah, free Nicole. Do you do you have free will? I hope so. <laughs> you know, or do you do you feel uncomfortable being in the all even studios every week? Do you have free will? Is, is that what yeah. it is? I'm, I'm, I'm feel free about what I'm allowed to say. So no no pressure. But I feel like like my like the funny part was is they like treat me like a human being, and he's standing there in that whole outfit all covered up. <laughs> like put his face, the gloves treat on. me like a human being while I'm dressed like a cyborg. Treat me, yeah. <laughs> treat me like a human being while I'm dressed like Robocop. I mean it. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking guy is crazy, man. He's crazy. But we love him. Right, Chloe? We love him. Big time. I'm on a Kanye train now. I told you I'm back. I'm back. Yeah, after the show, let's go to the concert, bro. Yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? As long as you pay, we go. Let's go. Man. I definitely go. Um, let's go ahead and talk about the game though. Um, Super Bowl was this 52? I lost count. That's a lot of them. Um, Chiefs 49ers. I think 49ers have the slight edge, slight edge in regards to the betting odds right now. Um, last time I checked it, which was a maybe a couple of days ago, was um, I think the spread was minus two. Uh, let me see exactly what it is now. It's one and a half. One and a half right now. Who has the edge and why? I would say my part first. I think the Chiefs have the edge because they have the best quarterback on planet Earth. They're playing the best football right now. Um, You just can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. You can't. You can't bet against Andy Reid in a big game. I think Rasheed Rice is going to have a big game. Pacheco has become that guy 
right? He may end up being the next really great running back in the NFL. So they have a lot of things working for them offensively that they didn't have to start the season. They had a lot of issues going forward in regards to, you know, the receiver core wasn't great. Guys were dropping passes, blah, blah, blah. But you're starting to get that rhythm. Patrick Mahomes is putting them in good spots. Andy Reid is calling the right plays. Guys are making plays all over the field. But the defense, the defense has been carrying this team all season long. They're a top three defense. They get a lot of stops. They get to the quarterback. They know how to put max pressure on certain guys and get turnovers or get stops in key moments. That's what you need your defense to do. You don't need guys to be fluff and you know smoke and mirrors in the regular season and then postseason comes and you get beat 48 to 32 at home we're gonna talk about that tomorrow real defense real guys and on top of that too listen i'm a i'm a believer now in the script because taylor swift is here she over here making mad money for the nfl you think they're gonna let her lose Really? They're not gonna let her lose. And we all know that she's gonna be holding that tr- <laughs> she'll be holding that trophy next to Kelsey gonna piss me off. It is. So I got the Chiefs. What are your thoughts on that, Quill? I mean, I mean, I don't know. The, the script is the script. The money is the money. The proposal at the 50 yard line. I just see it all, man. It's a Disney movie. Oh, you think you think Kelsey going that far? Man, what? I mean, granted, yeah, okay. So you, you gotta lock that up. <laughs> but still at all, like what better setting? It's gonna be, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I don't I don't think I don't think Kelsey gonna lie. Yo, Kelsey be pulling him. He must look at Taylor Swift like, yeah, all right, you all right. <laughs> don't mess up though. <laughs> I'll, I'll go somewhere. <laughs> nah, he looks like he looked like that type of dude. And also, too, like, he look, let's just get this out of the way. I, I know it was in news before when I was sick and we had no show. But what the hell was, what was it, the Wall Street Journal, whoever posted that, talking about that he created fades? What we doing? Yeah, they wild out. <laughs> they wild out. They never seen Boosie in their life? They wild out. Yeah, I was seeing like a bunch of like kids or whatnot like going in the the barber saying I want the, the Travis Kelsey cut. And like, then the barber's gonna tell them you ain't got that type of head. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Get out. How'd you listen, Silas asked, how'd you feel about this? These are your people, all right. Sometimes sometimes you be you know you get a little crazy, right? When you heard this, did you actually believe it? Or did you like, yeah, this is cat? Or I, I need to get more information. Yeah, when I saw him, like, like, it's just like the whole situation is just like, like too like, just too much going on for me. Yeah. So just like it's all up on her face. Like even like watching like the games too. It's like I've never seen like a camera cut to like a booth so many times, and just like on your face, like making them like you know like the faces of everything now. Every time yeah. you yeah go on your phone. Yo. Every scene, Silent Assassin. They don't want like what's the dance that they was over, that they doing at the thing the the, the swerve the surf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like get this shit out of here, man. Get it out of. Here. I, and I'm I'm listen. I, I'm not even a hater. If she want to go there and generate 
whole bunch of popularity in the game. Go ahead and do your stuff. Mm-hmm. But the the panning to her every three seconds, mm-hmm. I can't deal with it. Yeah, I can't deal with it. I've seen The Rock, Beyonce, all of these people in the stands. They don't pan to them every three seconds. Hmm. What are you doing? Yeah, like after every play, every emotion, it's always cut cut to cut to her. I'm like, yeah, this- we we watching a football game. Why why do I want to see what Taylor Swift is doing? <laughs> yeah, Patrick Mahomes throw a touchdown. We go straight to Taylor Swift. Where's Patrick Mahomes? Where's the guy that actually caught the touchdown, right? We get no screen time with the dude trying to get a celebration off. Mm-hmm. Swifties. Yeah, I'm with Claude. I think it's going to be something Something happened after the game. But Yo, what lens are they going to use for the, for the proposal? What lens? They got to get the, the extreme zoom in. Like the extreme can. zoom in 8K? Yeah, everyone in the in the stadium gonna get you know gonna be ready with their with their extreme. And they're gonna blur out everybody in the background, just focus on them, <laughs> just slow yeah. it down. Facts, disgusting. I'm, I'm so upset, bro. Yeah, John if Rivera that said, happens, "I'm watching football next year." John Rivera said, first Pat dad, now Pat brother with Kelsey ex girlfriend." Like it, it's a mess. We all we, listen. We we all know that that what, what what's the what's the uh, what's the brother's name? That boy idiot. He dumb. So we're we not even to talk about him. But it's just, it's enough. It's enough. I just want to watch the game. I want to watch the game. I don't care what Taylor Swift says. I don't care what Taylor Swift does. And it has nothing to do with Taylor Swift. That's how I feel about everybody when it comes to Super Bowl. I don't care. I just want to watch the game. I just want to watch the game. I don't care about nobody's analysis. I don't care about no halftime show. Who is who is performing against? Is that Usher still? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to see that. I'm a little hyped, though, to be honest, because... I'm, I'm it, sure you are. I haven't seen... Well, I like Usher regardless, but I haven't seen rumors that Bieber might come up for a song. Oh, so it has nothing to do with Usher. <laughs> <Bieber>. <laughs> no, I, I, I like Usher, but the, the potential of Bieber coming up is making me excited, so... Claude, you feel the same way? Or you, you, got, you got Bieber fever? Hell no. Our Lil, Lil John's going to be there. <laughs> How about some little John? How about some, how about some little John? What? <laughs> oh my goodness, yo! I can't, I can't do. I just can't do it. Can't do it. So yeah, I got. So uh, let's let's get a score real quick, Claude, before we move on. Um, Chiefs 25, 49ers seventeen. I got 27-17. 27-17. Claws in the comments. I mean, uh, excuse me, Fang's in the comments. She got it. Who got it? Who got what? You better you better get out of here with your Swifty uh, support. Get out of here. Not on this show. <laughs> Not on this show. So you said 27-17. Yes, sir. Nicole, you you deserve a, a, a prediction as well. You watch football. Mm, I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a lower scoring game. Oh, so you think that it's it's not even going to be in the twenties? No, I feel like it's gonna. I don't know. I feel like it's going to be a close one. So, and I'm going with 49ers. So what? 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I don't – for me, if, if my team's not in it, I want to see somebody who, you know, should get a ring. I feel like the Chiefs, you know, this is – what, their how many Super Bowl in five years? This, this will be the third. Listen, yeah. you – we need dynasties, okay? We need dynasties in sports. I don't want to see no 49ers win no Super Bowl. They haven't won since 1994. Keep it that way. I have my Kyle Shanahan voodoo doll here somewhere. All right? I'll be using it on Sunday because I don't want no 49ers with it. I don't like to see them happy. They're a miserable <laughs> fan base. And, they like to, and, and they're just obnoxious. They're obnoxious. I need them to lose. Okay. Yeah. But if you want to go for the 49ers, that's all right. I'm not going to yell at you. I just I I'm it. not mad at the Niners win, though. Get me wrong. Though, what, l- listen to you now. I'm just letting you know, but I just what I think is going to happen is that you know Disney Cinderella story. Yeah. Disney Cinderella story for who? Brock Purdy? No, Disney Cinderella story for Taylor Swift and the Fade. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, that is that what he, the the Fade? It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. So yeah, that's that's my prediction for the game. I, I don't, I don't think. Um, Oh, Al the crazy Eagles fan is in here uh, talking about 49ers going to win. Dude, please don't. No more bets from you. No more bets. All right. The, your anniversary is coming up. As a matter of fact, you should be on the show for the anniversary of the tattoo. So we're going to set that up. Um, moving on, though. Moving on. NFL honors. Let's go ahead and discuss that. Did you think that the awards were... Um, you thought they were given out correctly, Claw? What, what are your thoughts on that? Well, break me down the list. Who who got who? Well, let's go ahead and look at it. So we have Cam Hayward, Walter Payton Award, Lamar Jackson MVP, Joe Flacco Comeback Player of the Year, Christian McCaffrey Offensive Player of the Year, Kevin Stefanski Coach of the Year, C.J. Stroud Offensive Rookie of the Year, Will Anderson Jr. Defensive Rookie of the Year, and Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Year. So this is the second year in a row that the Offensive Rookie of the Year and the Defensive Rookie of the Year comes from came from the same team. Um. So, thoughts? I mean, I don't know. I mean, not even on a like a Jets bag wagon, but I think um, Leonard Williams had a better year. Then who? I'm sorry, Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams had a better year than Miles Garrett. You think so? I, I think so. I mean, sometimes you can't just look at numbers, and you would have to pull those numbers for us to see exactly how how they're comparable. But Miles Miles Garrett was a he was an impact player and a difference maker on that on that that uh that Cleveland Browns team this year. So, you know, I would have personally gave it to T.J. Watt. But I'm not mad at them giving it to to Miles Garrett because he was a disruptor the entire season. But you being a Jets homer, please make the case for Quinn and Williams. Yeah, I got my paralegal working on it right now. Stand by. Yeah. That that that's something that you know I, I you notice that I didn't even mention Micah Parsons. Because he doesn't have. deserve it. You damn sure shouldn't have. He doesn't deserve anything. 
Fang said Claw still didn't use his bet with Al. Tread lightly. I still have time. Yep. Yeah. So I'm I'm not I'm not listening. I'm not paying attention to you in regards to that that asinine statement that you just made. Talk about Quentin Williams. Quentin Williams. No, nobody on the Jets deserves defensive play. Here. Did you guys make the playoffs? No. Did you make the playoffs? We did not. Did you? So so why would you think that somebody on a team that didn't make the playoffs would win defensive play of the year? Shouldn't it be for regular season or is it for the playoffs included? It it regular season is about making the playoffs. Okay, so are the stats based off the season of the overall they're, making it? They're the based on the impact that you have to be able to allow your team to be good. Um, then there you go. Because if that was the case, then why Deron Bland should have won the, the the defensive play of the year. Good point. So then now it makes sense. The metric. But that's with every that's 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 the way it's always been, Claw. You've never seen somebody win an award based on just stats on a bad football team or a bad basketball team. Name one. Name the name the last fine uh NFL MVP that's come from a bad team. Can't find it. Coach of the year. Can't find it. It's always about successful ah. statistics as well as team success. So you can't be, you can't have one and not the other. Just it just doesn't work that way. No, nah, I get it. Let's see. The one that I was a little iffy on. Joe Flacco winning comeback player of the year. Um, no. I, I wouldn't have gave it to him. I, the man was throwing interceptions all over the fucking field. Why should he get comeback play of the year? Baker Mayfield didn't win it. He should have got it. How Baker about the uh, how about the kid that almost died, Hamlin? That's like an automatic write-in. Dead on the field, you get you get it, you get the award. Come on, Flacco. I mean, listen, he came out of nowhere. He was balling. You know what I mean? It was it came was out of nowhere and, and went right back to nowhere. 100%. <laughs> went right back to nowhere. Damn sure did. Rubbish. Got the doors blown off him by, by a rookie in the playoffs. Come on now. Nah. That's a different type of rookie, though. Have some respect. You're right. But you're supposed to be comeback play the year. You need to play better than that. That's a fact. Man was throwing picks like how women throw draws at a Drake concert. It's crazy. What you doing? Leave Drake out of the conversation this week, bud. I'm not talking about that other stuff. I'm not. Um, who else? Let's see the other one. Uh, Kevin Stiller. Yeah, too many Browns on this list. Right? Coach of the year? Nah. Who was a better coach than Kevin Stefanski this year? That had to be somebody else. I'd have gave it to uh, what about the the the, the guy from Houston? I'd have gave it to him. I'd have gave it to he Matt Lafleur. I'd have gave it to um, I'd have gave it to uh Dan Campbell. Why didn't Dan Campbell get it? Dan Campbell should have got that. Man, led the team to 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 you know the division title. 
They 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 get to the NFC Championship game. How was he not coach of the year? Politics as usual, bro. That don't make no sense to me. Thoughts on Lamar Jackson winning the MVP? Well deserved. Really? Well deserved. Hmm. Explain. Especially after, you know, the contract negotiations and everything else. It should have been. He should be going through the dance right now, man. But the script, bro. He should be going to the dance. You talking about you talking about Lamar Jackson or Lamar Prescott? Which one? Lamar Prescott. Yeah. Yeah, my man, he didn't choke, bro. But, oh, he didn't. So yeah. he's not the guy that threw three interceptions in that game. He did. Uh, he's not the guy that threw the, the that threw the red zone interception. That wasn't him. All of a sudden, this team is the defensive team of the year, and in two weeks. So, but you but but you didn't answer my question. You got the answer I gave you, bud. This is the guy that's supposed to be the runner of all runners, right? You run on everybody, run for four hundred yards here. Why would why didn't he run that game? I mean, I guess he calls his own plays. If there's a coach, I call see. So so he, the fact that he calls his own plays, he called a stupid game. And cost his team a chance to get to the Super Bowl, correct? Did you hear what I said? I said, does he call his own plays or does his coach call him? No, I'm sure, I'm sure the coach calls him. But what I'm there saying is that there's a situation on the field where whatever pre-snap you get, right, whatever read it is, whatever play call is in, you go ahead and see what the defense is giving you. You can be able to audit, you know, audible out of that or keep the play active, right? Once you keep the play active and guys are in a zone coverage or whatever it is and they don't have a robber on you and you literally have running lanes all over the field and you choose not to use it and you choose to stay in the pocket to try to make a throw, you're an idiot. The one time that you're supposed to use your legs, you don't use your legs? So Brock Purdy used his legs all all the, the, the entire playoffs. Literally willed his team back into games because he was using his legs. It wasn't pretty, bro. Oh, so see, you see what I'm saying? He should that's, be. That, that's the mansplaining that I don't like when it comes to dudes like Lamar Jackson. When he plays bad, people don't want to say that he played like shit. People don't want to say that he doesn't look, he didn't look like a great quarterback that, oh, yeah, yeah you know. Well, well deserved, though. You ain't never gonna see Patrick Mahomes play like that. I mean, you will. You saw it the whole season. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes wasn't throwing those type of games, and we're talking about playoffs, buddy. Well, not in the playoffs. Regular season oh, don't mean shit to to in, in regards to when it matters the most. Right. We we know that. Because if regular season mattered, James Harden would be the greatest superstar of all time. Don't mean nothing if you can't win the games in the playoffs. That's why Josh Allen is Josh Allen. That's why Lamar Jackson is who he is. They are regular season dynamos. And when it comes to big games, Daddy Mahomes owns all of them. I mean, that's that's what he's turning into. I ain't going to hold you. That's who he is? Man. That's exactly who he is. Only one, only one that got that got a seat at the table is Joe Burrow. Facts. That's it. So, 
Moving on. Moving on. Cowboys hire their new defensive coordinator. Do you know what it is, Claw? Uh, is it Rex? No, it isn't. I heard and when they hired the guy, I said, eh, okay. That was my reaction. Eh, okay. Not a bad hire, though. He, he was with the organization um, for quite some time. I think he was with us from, what, 94 to, like, 06 before he got his own opportunity. So he knows the organization. Shouts to Mike Zimmer for getting the job. Um, 67 years old. He's got a big personality. He don't take no shit. I like Mike Zimmer. However, I wanted Rex Ryan. Call me crazy. Oh, Rex call, call me crazy. You know, I had a conversation um, with AJ. Shouts to AJ. You know, one third of the Cowboys camp fan. He was like, oh, well, you know, Rex has been on the league for six years and that matters and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, nah, I don't. He's been in football for six years. So just because he hasn't been on the sidelines doesn't necessarily mean he's not tapped in and locked into what's going on. But the last time I saw Rex Ryan, um, obviously he was in Buffalo, right? Things didn't really work out. But it's fucking Buffalo. Like, <laughs> things don't really work out in Buffalo like that. But the other time before that, when he was defensive coordinator for the Ravens, right? We all remember what they looked like under Rex. Exotic blitz packages, aggressive style of defense, aggressive style of play calling. We saw what the Jets looked like. First two years on the Rex. Top three defense. AFC title games. So if, I, if I'm looking for a guy to motivate, a guy to be able to get under these, these players' skin and really tell them, look, y'all are not as good as y'all think you are. You know what I mean? Micah Parsons, you're not as good as you think you are. Trayvon Diggs, you need to get back healthy. You you may not be the dude when you get back. Deron Bland, you got lit up the second half of the season. So all of those interceptions don't mean nothing. DeMarcus Lawrence, you talking about you ran out of gas down a stretch. Who admits shit like that? Under my watch, it ain't going to happen. Y'all going to shut up. Y'all not going to be doing no podcasts. You're just going to play football. And if you don't want to play football, then you can play football somewhere else. So I was looking forward to that, Rex Ryan. You know what I mean? But we settled for Mike Zimmer. But look, like, let's be real, though. In any NFL team, right, does that even exist anymore? Like, the like, It's the a good coach, point. You know what I'm saying? Great like, point. Look, look at Belichick right now. Somebody made a comment saying that, yo, like, teams just don't really want to win. I think Edelman made it. Yo, teams don't want to win. Like, winning is not the, the go-to. They, they don't want to win a certain way. Right. So they want to win their way. It's kind of like with the whole Mark Jackson thing, right? Like Mark Jackson was a good coach in basketball. Obviously, we switch the sports a little bit, but Golden State wanted to win their way. Jim Harbaugh, when he got fired from the 49ers, man, was in the Super Bowl. He had led the team to like three straight NFC championship games or some shit like that. Right. And you get fired. All because they want to win their way. They want whatever puppet guy they want. Whatever rah-rah 
babysitter type of coach they want. They don't want a guy that's going to say, okay, I'm the guy. Get out of my fucking office. And if you have anything to say to me, send me an email. They want to be hands-on. They want to be in the actual decision-making process of what goes on and who's starting. And, and let me have, like, no. Why do you need to have any of that conversation? Why do you need to be privy to anything that I'm doing on field? You hired me to do a job. Let me do my job. And, yeah, so you're probably right, Claw. I think I think that's that's a really, really good point by you that maybe these coaches are are, are, are not well-received anymore. Look at guys like Eric Bieniemy, right? They saying, "Oh, he doesn't interview well," and you know why does he still not have a head coaching job? You know the reason why Eric Bieniemy doesn't have a head coaching job is the fact that Eric Bieniemy is not a bullshitter. He goes into those meetings and says, "Yeah, this is what it is. This is what I do. If nobody likes it, I don't give a shit. I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing." Andy Reid's my man, and if if, if push comes to shove, I can go right back over there. So I'm not I'm not gonna kowtow and cape for nobody. If you want me, this is what this is what the package is. You know what I'm saying? And I, I think a lot of people are intimidated by that. So yeah, with the whole Bill Belichick thing, I think the fact that he wants total anomaly, uh, what was it, autonomy, to be able to do exactly what he wants to do. I don't think a lot of teams want that. No, nah, I mean it's it's everybody wants. It's like a quarterback. You want your guy. Yeah. You want somebody that management and owners can you know control right they don't want to they don't want to take away the fame of all right well he's the reason why we're winning they want it to be the whole organization's making the right decisions exactly they they want it to be um what's the what's the phrase i'm looking for um it's like a it's like a brain trust <laughs> yeah they, everybody wants credit for some shit they don't really have anything to do yeah yeah the so guy the that owners just... want to be on the field so bad you know what i'm saying Right, the guy, the guy that checks in every 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 few weeks, wants wants the credit as well. Like, no, dude, you don't get that type of love. Yeah, like the basically the money guy wants to be wants the wants the blood on his hands too. He wants to share the kill. Right. Meanwhile, he didn't do anything for the hunt. Not a damn thing. He funded the trip. So that that's did you did you hear the rumors about Mike Rabel? No, what are the rumors? They said that part of the reason why he didn't receive a job. Is that people were intimidated by his size? Pause. Listen, man. I am not surprised that if that is a statement made by someone, it's it's valid. <laughs> like, yeah, bro, this world we live in is so crazy, bro. Inferiority. Yo, it's it's it's, it's a real thing, bro. Like, I I just. People can't just accept I don't get what it. they are for what they are and work on becoming better, bro. Like I don't get it, bro. They have to they'll hold you out, bro. They'll they'll shut you down. They'll make sure that hey, they won't advance you for the fact that you're too real, you're too genuine. Just, yeah, just just because they feel bad about themselves. Yeah, Looking you're too solid, bro. Like pause. Like you can't nope. I'm sorry. He's a threat. Because he can he could probably kick my ass. Like Right, exactly. And that's not fair. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it, bro. I truly, truly don't understand it. Like when I heard, when I heard that, that report, I was just like, nah, that, that can't be real. That can't be real. You mad because dude's 6'4"? <laughs> uh, 
You mad gonna do six four and be able to bag bag women out there while while you five four? Face look like a pizza. Uh, uh, why you mad? They mad because they gotta look up to them, son. They yeah, pizza. do something. Go get some proactive and go go help your self esteem. But don't get mad at the dude that got it. That's crazy. That's real hate. That's real hate. Got a comment here. Patrick L. Brown, what's up, Barry? Glad to see you feeling better. What's up, Claw? Man, give you a shout out, Claw. Hey, Claw. I'm Claw. Yeah. Patrick, what's up, buddy? How are you? Yeah, thank you, Patrick. Uh, definitely feeling a lot better. Um, not 100% yet, but we getting there. We getting there. Um, let's move on. Let's move on to one of my favorite things to talk about. Jets Did you hear what your owner said? No, you got to break that one down for me. So, Woody Johnson apparently has put Robert Sala on the clock. Publicly. Saying that they have to get it done this year. No excuses. Um... There is no mulligans, some paraphrasing at this point. Um, but that's pretty much what he said in just like, yo, yeah, you got, you got, you got to, you know, we, we, we let y'all come back last year because of what happened, circumstances, but ain't going to be none of that this year. You need to win or you're going to get the, you're going to get the pink, uh, pink slip early on. I'm not waiting around. We got to get this done. Yeah. That I mean, that's not a surprise. Only for the fact that, hey, I mean, it was a two-year situation. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't have it as, they don't have it as like the way they thought they had it. Like, this was a regime. It was business when you bought on Aaron Rodgers and you risked the farm for it. So, I, I don't see that being the thing at all. Um, especially with a guy like Bill Belichick out there, bro. <laughs> like, don't get it twisted. Like, that couldn't happen if it needed to happen. And they'd give it away too. They give full on time of the way to him. You need to relax. Y'all not getting no Bill Belichick. Hey, listen, they he give full autonomy, bro. <laughs> You're not getting no Bill Belichick because the Cowboys are getting them. Y'all not getting them. And do what hey. with them, bro? What do you mean? What y'all gonna do with them? What do you mean? We got Dak. <laughs> you got Mike McCarthy. <laughs> we got Mike for this year. We ain't got him for next year or for, for the year after next. Ain't gonna happen, bro. You don't want it to happen. What's going to happen? It doesn't affect me if it happens or it doesn't happen. <laughs> How does it not affect you? How often do we play the NFC East? It affects you if the Cowboys get to the Super Bowl because I am going to be uncontrollable. Yes, but being that you'll be uncontrollable, you'll probably be like that prior and you guys won't make it as usual. So it's all right. Nothing see, new. You see that that that's that's the type of shade I be talking about, bro. That's the type of shade I be talking about. I don't I don't I don't really talk bad about Jet fans or the Jets. Oh yes, you do. I don't. You do. Though. You on the other hand, you sir, do. you use it as like a defense mechanism for when the truth comes out. You want to go ahead and be mean. 
That's that I've noticed that. I mean, I'm glad you pay attention to me, but honestly, you just need to understand that it's in your nature to hate the Jets. You know what's crazy though? Joe Flacco wins comeback player of the year. Didn't he play quarterback for y'all guys last year? Damn sure it did. He played on a whole nother team too. Mm. <laughs> the mm. Browns. Mm. Interesting. See what happens when you leave the Jets? I'm just saying. Good things happen. You never talk bad, right? I, I'm just that's a fact. That's not talking bad. That's that's facts. Remember when Revis got traded? What ended up happening the following season? Well, he, he went, bro. The man won a Super Bowl. And who did he win it with? Got it with Brady. Don't matter who he won it with. Okay. He won the Super Bowl. So what makes you think that your man can't come to the Jets, bro? Is what I'm telling you. Bro, you can get Jerry Jerry Rice, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens. All of these dudes can can be a Jet. Still ain't going to win because there's something about y'all. Yeah, your hate. It's not hate if it's true. Oh, see? Spiritual whistleblower told me that. Well, how about that? Bars. <laughs> Bars. Let's see, what else we got with football? So, yeah, so no, no nothing else to add in regards to the Jets. So do you, do you feel that Robert Sala is going to finish out the season? Or do you think that if they struggle and start one and three, one and four, 500, that he gets a pink slip? I think uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, though, with them. Like, I think as far as organization internally with the staff and whatnot, uh, ever since that whole Zach Wilson situation, and I think, like, Salah had a situation where he was trying to get everybody's phone because he wants to know who leaked out the information. Right. Pretty much got that out of the quarterback fired um or released or whatever so i think there's a there's a trust system that's not in place uh i think parts of the general manager team are going to be new this year um so it's a lot man i think listen aaron aaron has to play they they have to get their money's worth the curse can't be that real and we got to see where it goes really because listen the rumors, you know, everybody's talking about all the uh, wide receivers we're getting. I heard they're going um, O-line with the top 10 pick. So, it's a lot of pieces, bro. I heard Salah's going to be strictly focused on offense. Um, the defensive coordinator's going to have, you know, time to do what he does. I guess they're still, I think, giving Hackett another shot too, I believe. But I don't know if he's limited. That's what it makes it sound like. Um. So, like I said, there's a lot going on. It's too early to tell. Still, you know, still in the same season. I think by, um, what is it, March, when free agency hits, we'll see what type of moves have to be made. But how much capital they actually have to do anything because of, you know, how much they gave up for Rodgers. Okay. All right. I mean, that. listen, that's fair. That's fair. It might be that time. Might just be. Time for my irrelevant news of the week. 
You got to be kidding me. I mean, how do you watch that? I mean, yeah, they stink. Uh, every week we get some interesting stories. Patrick gave me a good one. Let's go ahead and talk about it. New dad surprises mom with Gucci purse as a push present. She looks it up and discovers that it's a fake Gucci. <laughs> Damn. It's a fake Gucci bag, bro. Why you why you do that? Come on, man. Like it's bad enough she feels bad about herself. She's not, you know, attractive or whatever. She got this monster growing in her. And all of a sudden she gets this nice Gucci bag. She feels good, right? Shows it all to her girlfriends. Oh, look at this. It's this new one. I, I never seen this one before. You know, it's probably the new line. And her friends are looking at it like, yeah, yeah. New line. Come to find out it was fake. Now, should she leave him at that point? Or is it one of those things where it's just like, it's like, all right, I'm a I'm a I'm gonna tuck this away. Because I know yeah. that this is gonna this is gonna come back at, at some point. I, let, let, let me let me hear from the silent assassin first. Yeah, silent yeah. assassin, what do you think? Yeah, he has to go out and get the real thing now. I <laughs> gotta get two. Oh, he got, he gotta get you talking to two. Yeah, gotta get two. We gotta get the whole like the bet like the purse, the mini purse, and the wallet. Yo, but what if he doesn't have the budget to do that? He got what was in his budget. To try to make you feel better as a big pregnant lady. Well, it depends on how he like. Did he go up and like act like it was real, or because like I feel like if you come up to me like, oh, I got you this, but it's not real, okay. But if you're gonna pretend like it's real, and then I'm gonna be walking around with them, people are like, no, nah, like that's that's not the real thing. I'm gonna feel embarrassed, and then I'm gonna come home and like throw it at you and be like, okay, where's my real purse? All right, so here's so here's some of the information. He's always bought her lavish gifts, right? Mm-hmm. So when she took it home and compared it to the rest of her collection, she had suspicions something was up with the bag. Upon further uh, inspection, determined it was fake. So she determined the shit was fake. Man called her ungrateful. <laughs> Man says she's ungrateful. Ungrateful. While she was just trying to help him recoup what he spent in the on the purchase, like yo, that's foul. Like, why if somebody buys you something, are you really gonna go to those lengths to like inspect if it's real or not? And my man buy me some J's or my girl buys me some J's. I'm a am I gonna go just check to see if it's is that the first thing that you're supposed to do to check to see if it's counterfeit or fake or it's a var- Like, why are we like this? Why are we like this? I mean, if it's like a, you know, I'm always going to be like appreciative, but if it's like a bad fake and like it feels like, like a Walmart leather. Yeah. You know I mean, that you'd be like, oh, this is kind of weird. But like also he's bought her all this expensive stuff in the past. I wouldn't complain about it. You know what I mean? Facts. So. Yeah, because you're not a terrible person. <laughs> She's terrible. Were they married? You said? Oh, no. Nah. Uh, yeah. Oh. If they weren't married, then yeah. So they weren't married. Well, you just kick it to the curb. And then I mean, maybe he just feels like, hey, you know, I didn't want this kid anyway. So, 
<laughs> not my kid. Papa was a rolling stone. Not my kid. So this is what you get. You don't get Gucci, you get Fucci. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I'd buy her nothing but but Timu after this. Fuck out of here with no expensive bags. You're good. Done, done. Done, done. Oh, you don't care about the Gucci bag that I got you? Here's here's six dollars. Take this one. Take this one with the with the with the with the cheap buckle on it. Six dollars. Get out of here. You see what you 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 your women like this man give give y'all a bad name, Nicole. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I got I got some fakes too, so it's okay. That's it. <laughs> just, just as long as people can't see it, right? As long as they can't they can't notice, ain't nothing wrong with that. There ain't nothing wrong with that. All right, Florida woman. We obviously, you know that that is one of our taglines right there. Florida woman dies after surgical robot burned a hole in her intestine during operation. So it's not funny. Um, it's more of like a warning that this computer robot age that we're in, yo, they they starting to fuck up out there. You know what I'm saying? Like the 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 Tesla, you know, manufacturing warehouse. They they was over here beating motherfuckers up. Like now we having robots malfunctioning, doing surgeries. Like yo, like should we really be trusting these things to drive cars? drive planes surgery all of these things like babysit our children well what are we doing what are we doing here's the funny part though it's not funny at all actually it's actually horrible it doesn't feel remorse (laughs) at (laughs) all yo kind of like ivan drago in in rocky if you're not in nice stone cold killer bro jeez man Jeez. Shout out to Carl Weathers, too. Just brought that up. Can't believe he's dead. Sad. It's pretty sad. But yeah, I, I'm not I'm not into these robots, man. Anytime I hear robot doing this or robot doing that, like I'm always thinking about Yeah, who who's this robot gonna kill next? Who are you gonna kill next? Cause that's that's what it's leading up to. That that's what the end game is. They build this robot, put AI into it, it learns all the shit and it kills you. Come on, we've seen this story before. What are you doing? Next story: A woman got arrested after texting a guy one hundred and fifty nine thousand times after their first date. This is stage five clinger on steroids. Silent Assassin, what is going on here? You can't be that desperate of a woman to want to text this man that many times. I didn't even know that it was possible. Have you even sent that many texts in your life? I don't even think we I don't even think we've sent that many. No, especially like after like a first date, like even like after like the first two, if you don't hear something back, I don't think it's good news. So for her to text that many times, there's something, something going on with her. Something wrong with her. She off, and, and that's probably what homeboy probably picked up on, on mm-hmm. the date. He probably took her somewhere. Five minutes into, it, he's like, I, I gotta get, out. <laughs> I gotta go. 
I have to go. I'm gonna text my homie and tell him that yo, call me in like five minutes. I, I, I need an important phone call to get me out of here. <laughs> 159,000 texts. Chloe, what do you think about that? Bro, at a certain point, she was talking to herself. <laughs> she was talking to herself the whole time. Whole time. She started just answering her own questions. Right. Oh, so you're not you're not gonna answer me? Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that shit is crazy. Bro. Exactly. Yes. Yes, Cuban me. Yes. <laughs> like, yo, like a hundred. Yeah. All right. Let me ask a question. When you were on the market, sir, how many times did a girl ever text you before she actually got the hint that you didn't want to talk to her no more, that you were actually curving her? I don't even know. Was it more than 50? Nah, I don't think so. 50 is excessive, bro. 50 is definitely excessive. That's what I'm asking. 50 is excessive and the paragraphs are excessive. Like three three scrolls in a paragraph is crazy. All right, so if you catch one paragraph, is that enough to, 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 to kill it? I mean, if it's a three scroll paragraph, for sure. Okay. What about you, Silent Assassin? Have you ever gotten X amount of texts from someone and how many texts did it take that person to get it? <laughs> I mean, sometimes I feel like some people just don't ever get it. I still be getting like texts today and it's been like Yo, I hit it. <laughs> another, hey, all right, so so here's so here's a follow-up question now, okay. Do you respond? <laughs> um sometimes like I'll See? give them she a entertaining the bullshit, Claw. She entertained the bullshit. No, I won't like I don't She's have an like, phone conversations. I'll just be like, hey, how are you? You know, nice chatting. Okay, bye. Silent That's assassin, it. you are enabling the bad behavior. <laughs> Well, if it's, I mean, if it's like constant, like every other month, you know, I know it's not going to end regardless. So I'll just check in. I don't know. Like, I'm not like a horrible person where I don't, you know, I have respect for people. I don't know. All right. Y'all y'all want to hear my stage five clinger story? It's pretty bad. Okay. Go. Okay. So. Uh, when I was much, much younger, we're talking about early 20s here. Um, was dealing with this girl, she was pretty well off, um, had money, had a good job. She was driving a GL series. Um, I didn't care for her much, <laughs> and um, so you know, we'd have fun, go out, hang out, stuff, and you know, do what I do, and kind of like discarded to the side like you know, we, we, were, we were like casually dating we weren't like exclusive so i was over here doing my thing so it's one weekend she's like oh let's hang out i'm like nah i got plans i'm gonna hang out with the homies and probably gonna check some other girl at that point um from friday from friday morning to sunday morning I received 150 texts from this particular individual. So it went from, you know, happy to frantic to neurotic to psychotic to back to apologetic (laughs) 
to bargaining, um, just the gamut of emotions, right? But then I got this text. It was like, oh, you know, something happened to me. You know, please, could you come pick me up? So I'm not going to reveal what it was, but got it got an R word in there, right? Um, so obviously when you hear that, you gotta go, you gotta go into hero mode, right? So started hanging out after that and everything was cool. And then for some reason I asked, I said, yo, did you ever follow up on, you know, what was going on? And I should follow up on what? She forgot the lie. To be able to get back into the good graces. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty well. I actually got one for you. Uh, it's not me. It was one of my good, good friends. And long story short, same type of situation. Yeah, he was done with it. He wanted to deal with it. Stage seven clinger. Mm-hmm. To the point where somebody else hit him up and said, yo, this person died. Yo, come on. And he was like, oh, my God, that's incredible crazy he's like yeah I'm sorry she's dead and he's like oh man that's wow I'm sorry to hear that and then two days later she hits him up <laughs> <laughs> yo you're not you, you you didn't even check to see when, when the funeral arranges were what's up <laughs> Bro, what's up man incredible. you don't care you don't care Jeez, that, that, like fatal attraction, fry your bunny status. Silent assassin. You see what 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 some guys and girls got to deal with out here? It's crazy. So don't be out there enabling no behavior. Okay. I'll I'll try now. I gotta stop. You close the door, okay, and you put the padlock on it. But what do you? I don't know. In this situation, where it's like. You kind of like I never like not say like in the past like hey like this is kind of like you know over and you still get the messages right like then um I don't know then I'm just kind of stuck in that place so yeah I think it is I I think you're just too much of a nice person <laughs> I I I don't I've never even heard you raise your voice so I can imagine um that that just applies in your everyday life as well so it's just. It's just too nice. You need a you need a some some fuck off <laughs> in, in your DNA. You need a little bit, you know? Spray that shit on, fuck off. <laughs> They'll get it. They'll get it. Look, just tell them, just tell them you got some black homies. Like that. I, I told you that works as a deterrent. It works as a lot of things. Connection, deterrent, you know, it's, it's a it's a nice card to play, right? Nice card to play. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That is my irrelevant news. You got to be kidding me. I mean, how do you watch the I mean, steak? I'm not crazy. Um, trade deadline. Came and went. No big significant moves. Um, I think... What Patrick Beverly's now on the Bucks with Dame Lillard? That was a big thing. Buddy Heald is now a Philadelphia 76er. I think that's a big move. Um, Lakers stood pat, they didn't do anything. Um, so I think you know, a lot of teams just 
kind of improved marginally. Nobody really stepped out. Oklahoma City getting uh, Gordon Hayward was a good pick because they're they're pretty much tops in you know in the Western Conference competing for that number one. So that's that was a pretty good deal for them. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of teams that kind of did well at the deadline. It's always some good activity, but there was no big groundswell moves to be able to say, holy shit, that happened. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to leave it there. Biggest takeaways, though, biggest winner for me is the New York Knicks. Um, I think the Knicks made good moves getting, um, what's his name? Um, Bogdanovich. Bogdan. They got Bogdan. Um, and, you know, they, they just have a, a, a very, very good collection of guys. You know, not, they got a mixture of young guys as well as, you know, veterans, guys that can shoot. I think they, then they're probably the only team in the NBA right now that has like four or five guys that shoot over 40% from three. That's like really, really important. And they could be able to drive and kick and penetrate and, you know, um, space the floor out and, and create havoc in regards to their matchups. The Knicks, the Knicks are a really, really good basketball team. Um, I've been impressed with them for weeks now. Uh, the fact that, you know, Julius Randle has, hasn't been there. They're still playing well. That's a testament to how deep and how how good they've been playing all season. Um, what are your thoughts on, on your New York Knicks? Because, you know, coming into the season, Claw, you were not very big on this team. And the fact that they are, you know, a few games out of first place. Well, not a few games. What, I think it's six and a half or six right now out of first you know, currently residing in that three seed or tie for the three seed? Like, wh what are your thoughts on the Knicks? I mean, I'm thinking it's a beautiful ride. I haven't watched any games purposely. I'm staying away. I don't want to jinx it. In jinx. Yeah. Yep. So I'm trying to stay all the way out the way. But I will say that, I mean, listen, like depth is everything. You know, having uh, unique skill players is, is definitely everything. I'm just happy to see that, you know, they're competing, bro, and they're making the right moves. Right. Yeah. I definitely agree. I 100% agree. Um, more on the Knicks in a little bit. Um, but let's go ahead and talk about Kobe statue. Kobe Bryant, they revealed his statue yesterday. And the shock or my shock was he's going to get three. So they unveiled the uh, the number eight trophy um, with the iconic 81 game pose after he had the 81 with the finger in the air. That was it, it's a great, great, great um, statue to, to, to see, man. It's right there in front of Staples. Um, immortalized forever. It, it's, you know, people from all different walks of life all around the planet are going to be there to watch this, to, 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 to get a picture of it in person. And I couldn't be more happy, man. You know, I've been Kobe Bryant fan my entire life. Um, and the fact that I can be able to see that at one, you know, one day be able to go there and um, take pictures and 
tell my son about how great this guy was. It's dope. Uh, the second trophy will be with him and Gigi. And then the third trophy is going to be him in the 24 jersey. So for him to get three trophies or three statues um, just kind of symbolizes what he meant to the city, what he meant to the Los Angeles Lakers organization, and what he meant to so many different people all around the world in regards to Mamba mentality and, you know, jobs not done and all of these other things and making sure that, you know, whatever you – Whatever you fancy in regards to a career or hobby, that you you put your all into it. Like you give everything until you don't have anything left. Because at that point, you have no regrets, right? So that's the way he lived. That's the way he played his, uh, the basketball game. That's the way he you know, lived, lived his life. He was a father and all that stuff. So shouts to Vanessa Bryant for her great speech. Um, shouts to everybody that was there. Um, shouts to the person that designed the, the statue because it really looks good. It don't, it don't look like the uh Christian Ronaldo trophy that, <laughs> that looked like fucking uh, I don't know, look like it looked like some garbage that, that they did. Uh, this was like real legit, um, stellar craftsmanship. So, shouts to the Bryant family, shouts to Kobe, legend, miss him. Um, did you get to see the trophy claw? Oh, Sashi, excuse me. I do. I did actually. I think it's beautiful, bro. I think it's. I got on the Kobe wave late, so but it was amazing to see, and I'm I'm grateful that they're actually doing it and commemorating him. Yeah, I used to used to hate on Kobe a lot when we was growing up because you were a Jordan fan. I was. You still are. Tell me, I was. Yeah. Was. Uh, you still are. Was. So so yeah, but nah, it was um, it was dope, man. It was it was dope to see that. They, man, just thinking about the fact that he's gone, like it, it still still doesn't feel real to me. Still doesn't feel real to me. Um, so. It was statue unveiling night last night. Lakers had their black Mamba jerseys on, played the Denver Nuggets, and fucking lost. You got all this happy shit going on, and you lose. I was just, I'm just done. Like, we all know that the Denver Nuggets are the defending champions, but come on now, man. Lakers were in firm control of the game. They go on a 10-0 run and ice the game, and we lose. Hey, we we got to have better plays than what we got, man. Where's all the good players? Where's Vando? He hurt. Where's Gabe Vincent at? Ain't play all season. Got to look at Dolphin Ham's dumbass all game long. Every game is the same nonsense with this man. Couldn't coach you out of a plastic bag. Lineups are horrible. You don't know who's playing. You don't know who's gonna get max minutes. You you don't you're not gonna know who's gonna be able to be in a in a in a in a good rhythm because of his poor rotations. And let's not even talk about his offensive scheme. It's the worst. Four out. 
the hell is that? Sick of it. There's nothing worse than being in the middle. I've said this numerous times, no matter what sport it is. Just be bad all the way. Or be great. Don't be in the middle. This is exactly what the Lakers is all. We've been in purgatory since this coach has, has come here. Because he's mid. He learned from Budenhoser, who's not a great adjustments guy. Shock. Why the Lakers look so bad. Look at the Oklahoma City Thunder, one of the youngest teams, if not the youngest team in the NBA. And they got one of the best records in the NBA with a whole bunch of young guys. Why is that? Because a coach knows how to coach and the players execute whatever the coach wants. Simple. For me to have to see the Clippers doing what they're doing, that pains me. I know what's going to happen. I'm not shocked or I'm not going to be surprised when they choke and lose. It's fine. But for right now, why do I have to endure this? It's bad. LeBron James sending uh, uh, passive-aggressive tweets. I don't care. You want to leave, leave. But you can't just make trades to make trades. Come to the next. He might, he might just do that. He might just do that. But you can't make a trade just to make a trade. Because the last time we made a trade just to make a trade, Russell Westbrook was here. I don't want that. Rumor has it that Lakers are going big game shopping this summer, as well as the Knicks. So you're going to have two of the biggest markets, if not the biggest markets, going big game fishing. Who's available this year? Donovan Mitchell. I'm sure LeBron James might be out there. Paul George, I'm hearing his name circulating out there. There's a lot of guys that may be on the move. DeMar DeRozan almost guaranteed to be on another team. Uh, Zach Levine almost guaranteed to be on another team. Caruso, sure to be on another team. So there's going to be a lot of activity. Out of all of the players that could be available, Claw, who would you want the Knicks to grab the most? I mean, I wanted Mitchell. But I don't know how that fits. I mean, Brunson's doing an amazing job. Um, I mean, listen, if we're gonna make a splash, you know, just send over the goat, bro. And who's that? LeBron. Send him over. Oh yeah, I, I'm just very shocked that you called him the goat. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta go with living goats. Okay. I give him his credit, you know what I mean? But all time goat now. I mean that's fair. I'll take it though. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's the move. Who who you think? Or where do you think everybody goes? Um, I think the Knicks are gonna go heavily after Donovan Mitchell because I think it's a great pairing to put him in Brunson. Who you guarding? Who you guarding if you got those two? And then you got OG on a newbie. If you guys get him back on a deal, right? Like oh, the, matter of fact, let me let me circle back a little bit with the trades that they made. I like the trades and I also like the pieces that they've been giving up. Like, I don't feel like there's no, you know, there's not a, a super lopsided deal somewhere. Like, I mean, they were trying to move Quentin Grimes from, off the rip. Um, you know, moving um, 
some who else got moved? It was um like moving RJ made sense for the time it made sense for um moving Fournier, like that was great. Like he wasn't playing anyway. It's just right. flipping these players was is a great move. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I, I like I said, I think they I think they found the right quality of mix in regards to their roster. You understand what I'm saying? Like sometimes it's not about the flashy name. Sometimes it's not about the flashy game. It's about more about what fits your particular locker room, skill set, schemes, all of those things, right? And if you got guys that fit that mold, the sky's the limit for your team. I think that's where the Knicks are right now. I definitely agree. You know what I mean? We got WBH Radio uh, talking about why did they fire Vogel? They fired Vogel because they're idiots. Frank Vogel is like Greg Popovich compared to Darvin Ham. It's embarrassing. It's absolutely embarrassing. And I'm sick of it. Sick of it. <sighs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, I think the, the Knicks go after Mitchell. I think the Knicks actually, they go after LeBron. I think that there's there's been some talks behind the scenes. Um, I think Braun is kind of testing the waters to see what what the atmosphere in New York is. Because we've heard that, you know, Clutch is, you know, Rich Paul is trying to repair relationships in New York. Why? What does it matter? I mean, the Knicks are playing well now. So what, you're trying to repair for other players or you're actually trying to prepare it for the player? Um, but like, it, Bronny's going, what? Next year, right? Bronny might not get drafted, bro. Yikes. No, I mean nothing. It's not the kid's fault. It's just the fact that I think, I think that he'd be foolish to leave early after what's happened to him. Like you know, he had the 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 health scare, and then he had to ramp himself back up, and now he's in. You know, got to get 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 back in game shape. He's only averaging like six points a game, so I, I think that for him, go, going back to school would do him a great great service. Um, doesn't necessarily have to stay there all four years, but coming back for a sophomore year, I, I, I don't see that, that as a death warrant for his, his NBA career or even his chance to be able to play with his father. I think LeBron James has shown the ability to be able to, to even remotely, let's fathom, he can be able to play another four years, right? Like he does have that ability in him. Will he? I don't know, but. He definitely does have that ability in him. It's like it's like when when Steph gets to that age, you can see Steph playing in his forties because he has that type of game. Even if he slows down a bit, that jump shot is still there, right? So, you know, there's certain guys that can be able to to still have an impact a certain way. LeBron James gets older, he will become one of the best pure, just regular point guard passers in the league. Guys that guy that probably averages 18, 19 a game you know, eight, nine rebounds, eight, nine assists still. So he can still put up a lot of numbers even when he gets older. So, um, yeah, you know, it's the door is not closed on when Brawny is going to get to the league and play with his dad, if that's still a thing for them. Um, 
Okay, WBH Radio said because LeBron's team was underachieving and they needed a scapegoat. Absolutely, 100%. I mean, you know, when you had Anthony Davis getting hurt, just, you know, brushing by the door, that's what the problem was, is that the man couldn't stay healthy. Team wasn't very good because they didn't have any guaranteed contracts. They kept swapping out new players every offseason. There was no continuity. It was no consistency. And still Vogel played and coached very well. Um, yes, his offensive schemes were very not, not too much to be desired, but compared to fucking Darvin Ham, has anybody even seen this guy fucking coach? Uh, yeah, just done. Just done. Moving on. Um, who do you think? I think, Claw, who do you think I think is the biggest threat or the biggest title contender in the Eastern Conference? Who do I think you think? I think you think. I know you would never go Boston. No. I think you think it's the Knicks. You are 100% correct, sir. The New York Knicks, to me, right now, are the scariest team in the Eastern Conference. When you look at those top three teams, or top four teams, right, including the Knicks, if you want to put top five in there with the 76ers, can the Knicks beat the Sixers in a seven-game series? I can see that for sure. Yes, they can. Can the Knicks beat the Bucs in a seven-game series? I can see that as well. So can I. Can the Knicks beat the Cavs in a seven-game series? I can see that as well. Can the Knicks beat the Celtics in a seven-game series? The beautiful part, they don't have to beat everybody. Right. But we're just saying, if it did come to that, they match up pretty well with every single one of these teams. But Celtics in the playoff is a is a consistent thing. So it's a different battle. Like the experience comes into play first. Ain't nobody worried about no Celtics experience. They a bunch of Chucks and Jacks on that team. That's all they are. And the head coach don't know what the hell they're doing. Just like the Bucks. <laughs> oh man. I'm not gonna get into that right now though. Um, moving on, moving on. Conference breakdown. There's the conference breakdown. So we're looking at the Eastern Conference, you know, a couple of games separate second and third. Um, who do you see right there that can be able to make a late push, Claw? I know you haven't watched a lot of the Knicks play this year because you wanted to stay away, but I'm sure you've caught other games and other teams. Uh, you- I, think, I think the Pacers. 
So you think the Pacers can be able to do what? Lock up the fifth seed? Yeah, and I think the Heat as well. The Heat always does that towards the end of the year. They get right. Miami, in. Miami is that annoying team. They 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 figure out how to be able to get things done, no matter who the fuck is on their team. So yeah, I I definitely agree with you on that. Do you think the Hawks can be able to make a run, or it's just it's too far gone for them? I think it's too far gone. I think about to blow it up too. Yeah, Dejounte Murray. I'm hearing that. That's another guy that could be available. Um, Trey Young. So crazy that he didn't make the All Star team. The man was 20, yeah, Trey, 27 points and eleven re- and eleven assists. Like, how do you not make the playoffs? I mean, uh, the the All Star team. Everybody can't go, bro. Yeah, but he got to go at least one time. It's just crazy. Let's see. Now look at the log jam that's at the top of the Western Conference. You have the Timberwolves, Nuggets, Oklahoma City, Clippers, Phoenix Suns that are starting to play good basketball, Pelicans playing the Lakers tonight, Kings, who nobody has talked about all season long, Mavericks, who has pretty much the most dynamic player in the league, right? And one of the most enigmatic players in the league with Kyrie Irving. You got the Dumpster Fire Lakers. You have the Jazz, old-ass Warriors. So out of these teams, um, who do you think makes a push and who do you think takes a step back? I mean, OKC is going to make a push because of the fact that, you know what I mean, they have the youth. If they can consist, it could work. Um, the champs are still there. So I think that would be a thing. And I think a push could potentially come from the Mavericks. Okay, so you think that the Mavericks can be able to play some good basketball second half of the season and, what, possibly move up to fifth? Or they stay at sixth? They could they could go up to fifth, potentially, depending on how it maps out, because there's a lot of good teams here. Okay. I actually like that. What are your thoughts on the Timberwolves? I don't see it happening right now. With Ja going, I don't think it's – I mean, I'll Ja, um, I don't believe him. I don't know. I don't believe in that. I think they'll they'll fizzle out. I think I think Anthony Edwards is one of the best players in the NBA. He's he's great, but I'm with you. I, I, I don't think that the Timberwolves are ready yet. They have a great team. They have a great nucleus of guys, but – I just think that they're in the early phase of of that progression period. Exactly. Yeah, they're still in the where, transition phase. Yeah, where they're still like, okay, you know, they, you know, the Nuggets went through this. That the Nuggets were good for a couple of years and kind of fiddled around the top of the Western Conference, and you know, Jokic won a couple of MVPs, but they weren't ready yet until last year, where they were like, okay, all everything is lined up. We're ready to we're ready to roll now. I think the Timberwolves are kind of just like in phase one of that. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Like they're not even supposed to be here. And the fact that they've put they put together this type of season, I think it's one of those things where it's like they're in an early phase of what's to come. And if that's the case, then we're gonna have those two young franchises and two young teams at the top of the league for a while. Or top of the Western Conference for a while. That's pretty interesting. Pretty, pretty interesting. 
Yeah, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to say anything in regards to whether the Lakers and Clippers. I, I, I think that the biggest fraud in this on this list. Hmm. Biggest fraud on this list. It got to be the Lakers. Lakers are the biggest fraud, like because they can be able to go either way. They can lose the next six or they can win the next six and change the, the dynamic of their entire season, just like how they did last year at the deadline, right? So we don't necessarily know what the real team is. There's a lot of injuries. Guys are out, but you can't you can't keep making mistakes. You can't keep making excuses. Injuries are a part of the game. You have to know how to be able to fight through that. And the fact that they have an idiot as a coach, he does not equip them to be successful. And that's one of the biggest problems. A lot of people are like, oh, well, you know, LeBron, he always asking for super teams and that and that. It got nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with whatever head coach is coming up with the schemes and you as a player is not bought into that. That's a problem. No, so, I definitely agree. I think the um the Golden State Warriors are the same in the same boat that it's a wrap. Yeah. It's time to be able to, it's time to give it up. Time to give it up. So I am definitely with that. WBH, WBH radio says who should Young have replaced on squad? Give him give him Derek White spot. Fuck out of here. Nobody came out on damn Derek White. Man, average like 12 points a game, he all-star. What is this? Yeah, take his spot. Damn that. Oh, goodness. Got so riled up by my Lakers. Can't take him. Now it's time for the greatest segment on the planet, Dummy of the Week. Dummy, yeah. Every week I go around the room and I ask, who... Who is the dummy of the week? Claw. Well, we haven't been yeah. here. We haven't been here in a couple weeks. So I was going to go with Vince McMahon. And the, oh, man, that's a good one. And sending them risky-ass texts. because That's a good one. Right. Vince McMahon gets the dummy. Yeah. Have you ever seen such a cataclysmic fall from grace, sir? Yo, in the past couple weeks, like the amount of just L's they've been taking, like you know, such and such gets hurt. Uh, CM Punk gets hurt. Why you gotta bring that up? I just gotta say it. It happened. You know what I'm saying? Like all the things that just went left and just botched the whole shit. Then the whole Cody versus that was fire last night, though. Don't don't do that. That was great, but they just fixed it because people complained. <laughs> no, no, that's not the that's not what happened. They they worked the fans. See, the thing is, there's still some kayfabe that's in wrestling, right? Where people think that they know everything, but they really don't know everything. And I think I think Triple H ha- might have came out tonight and said some shit too. So we got we got to you know see see what's yeah, going on there. I was watching some of it. But but yeah, man, like it's it's there's still some there's still some mystery in sports or still some mystery in wrestling where people don't really know what the fuck is going on, and that's great. But yeah, Vince McMahon, he wilding like bro. Yeah. Like uh, according to the reports, he over here naming dildos after wrestlers. <laughs> I wouldn't like, do it, bro. I would never ever send a wild ass text like that. Like, yo, once you once you send that type, once you send that text, you're done. Like, there's a 
there's a chain. But see, guys like Vince McMahon, they never believe that they're going to get caught, right? They never believe that they're going to be, like, reported because of this godlike hold he has on not only his business, but on the people that are in his life, right? So there's always this God complex that they have. And they brought his old ass down. It's crazy. I never thought I'd see it, bro. I never thought I'd see Vince McMahon completely, literally, physically, mentally, everything removed from WWE programming. Like wrestling was synonymous with Vince McMahon in regards to the, the, the 90s and the Attitude Era, right? The 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 Mr. McMahon character took off, and obviously he was the most like people think it was Stone Cold and The Rock. Mr. McMahon was the most influential character that kept all that shit together. So for him to now X amount of years later to not even be a part of what you helped build, that is crazy. I know he got like nine billion dollars, but bruh. Like, yo, I don't even want to say. Yo, she's not even that bad, bro. Like, what are you, what are you doing, son? Like, you could have got something better. Just saying. Listen, bro, I don't know. But that was risky, and that was messy, and damn. And just reading it was just like, yo, it's disgusting. Right, it's just just like Kobe Bryant when he was taking down that chick in Colorado. She was trash. Yo. We got a couple tires and come on, like, what are you doing? Like, I get it was an off day, you tired, but bruh, stand this, bruh. You skip practice that day. Facts. Silent Assassin, who you got? I'm gonna go with um, Kanye for always hyping everybody up just to not drop the album. I was, you, you, I was you waiting for that. You and oh. Claw are gonna have an argument right now. Okay. What's the argument? They, they, that you're coming after Kanye. <laughs> I'm like, I was, I was. I know, I, I'm with, I'm with him. They, oh, you with? Okay, so you support it? Yeah, no, nah, they be, they be well. Okay. Yeah. It's but what is it? But what is the reason behind that? It's just he's always like uh, I think yesterday he put out the the video music video with uh, North hyping everybody up. The song was good, and then. Like today, I forgot. Like um, it was like twelve, or like or one in the afternoon. I'm like, oh wait, the, the Kanye album's on. I go to my Apple Music is gone. <laughs> so I was like, you kidding me? Just gone. Yo, what is going on? All right, Claude, you need to tell me what the strategic rollout strategy is when they do something like that, because I'm sure that you probably have your hand on the pulse a little bit to even you know, help us layman people understand it. But what is the what is the reason for that, bro? I mean, truthfully, for I know somebody that's actually working in part of that album. Right. Um, nothing's ever done. So things are constantly getting changed. Things are constantly, quote, unquote, getting enhanced, getting better and shit like that. And what you're seeing, the process is in real time. So it's like, I don't know, like, you know how somebody just plays you a song? Like, hey, this is a song I made, man. What do you think? Meanwhile, some like Kanye plays you a song, and this is a song that I'm working on. 
and your feedback changes the course of the whole shit. So you're actually like these things evolve in real time. It's dope to see. Right. But it's not dope for the fans. But it is though. So when are they supposed to get the album? When they get it, bro. Oh my god. When she's back Wait, off. Yeah. So I, I can't listen. You, these things need release dates. Yo, you, you can't don't even drop a movie, music, bro. What do you you can't just even... drop a movie, right? If they say Batman's coming out in 2025, this date or this month, they can't just drop the movie tomorrow. It's ridiculous. Right, but that's a movie. Like, granted, there's dates and all times and all push for that. Like, this right here is like, it's art, bro. It's music. Music is art, bro. Saw movies. Music. You don't see them. You don't see them pulling movies and then releasing it later. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. They do. They do. <laughs> what are you talking about? I, but you know what I mean. They, they should have never released the Marvel. I mean, the Marvel movie that just came out. Was the the Marvels. Did you see that garbage? I didn't watch it. I wouldn't watch Jesus. it. I started did, watching Echo though. That looks pretty good. Did you see Blue Beetle? Garbage. I haven't watched that either. Garbage. Aquaman two. Garbage. Bad. Yeah, so okay, I, I'm with y'all. Kanye gets the Tell me. Yeah. because why why are you playing with the fans like that? Don't do that. Don't do that. Because when the fans go away and they don't come back, he really gonna be hurting. So Kanye gets the dummy. Yeah. Would you guys like to know who I chose for dummy of the week? Go for it. May I have the drum roll, please? And the winner for Dummy of the Week, Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is my dummy. Yeah. Now, people are probably thinking, why have I chose Doc Rivers as my Dummy of the Week? He got hired a couple of weeks ago. Yes, that's true. And yes, I could have went to my Instagram and talked about it. And yes, I could have chastised the the uh, Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis for doing what they did. But I wanted to wait. I wanted to wait to see. Because no matter what situation goes on at this point, we know that what they did is a colossal mistake that's going to set their franchise back for years. And for Doc Rivers to take that job, he must really and truly have no concern about guys' legacies having them attached to him. I've never seen a coach get more mileage out of one championship than Doc Rivers in any sport. Never seen it. I've never seen it. And he goes to go, he goes to, to coach Giannis and poor Dame, this is Dame's first year in more. <laughs> Man, you ain't hear what he did for the All-Star game. The man said that, oh, you know, the fact that, you know, we got the nod as a coaching staff, 
you know, we're going to give Adrian Griffin the ring for being selected for the coaching staff. He don't want your damn ring. He wants his job back. That's what he wants. And for you to be a consultant and slid in the back door, he did some real lame friend on the side type shit. Oh, that's your man. You know, I would never do that to you. I'd never do that shit to you. If, if, if you was my girl, you was my queen, i treat you like this. Get the girl all crazy. She break up with the man and then you end up being the worst. Worst of the worst. Grass ain't always greener, homie. And the fact that you already know how much of a terrible coach you are and you still try to fool the masses. Shame on you. Because we know what's going to happen. You're going to look at that clipboard in game seven and you ain't going to know what to do. You just like, I got nothing. I got nothing. So you literally just wasted Giannis time. He wasted a year of his life. He wasted a year of Dame's life. Adrian Griffin could be coaching this team right now. He's home, pissed off, because he got to watch you screw things up. And nobody's going to ever say that you screwed it up monumentally because you're Doc Rivers. They'll go ahead and, and, and have articles about how bad Adrian Griffin was, but they'll never have articles to show how poorly Doc Rivers and his coaching staff and his execution and his track record is. So, yes, he was hired weeks ago, but the stink and the stain continues to be there. Just like if you wear white drawers and you end up sharding somewhere, that ain't coming out. They ain't coming out. What? Yo, that's the analogy you came with, bro. White draws and shark. Like, yes, you white draws and shark. If you listen, you can't get that out. You might as well dump those. Away. You gotta throw those away. Yeah, throw those away, bro. Oh, you cannot wash those and get that out. That's are you speaking over. from experience? Huh? So, are you speaking from experience? No, I've never had any tidy whities, but I mean, you see movies, old men wear them. Like you know, what I mean, it's it's just the way it is. Got to get rid of those. That's what I'm saying. Like, yes, it might have happened weeks ago. But what's going on is going to linger in the Bucks organization for quite some time. But guess what? Not only is Doc Rivers the dummy of the week, but so is the brain trust of the Milwaukee Bucks because you get what you wish for. You wanted Giannis to have control of this franchise. Well, congratulations, you got it. You got his bum-ass brother in games at the end of games that he doesn't belong in the NBA, and the world knows it. The world knows it, but he doesn't care. Why? Because he owns the Milwaukee Bucks. But you don't hear people talk about Giannis the way they throw shade at LeBron. Le GM, what about Giannis? Look what he's doing in Milwaukee. Oh, that's okay, though. See how the things work. I do have another dummy, though, real quick. The next dummy, Billy Epler. Billy Epler is my last dummy yeah. because the man got banned from baseball for the entire 2024 season. Why? Because he was manipulating the injured list for the Mets. Why he was here. He's a fucking crook. He's a fucking charlatan. He looks like he looks 
you know what? I, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I was going to say something mean. I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it there. The man is terrible at his job, and it's always the Mets that got to hire these guys. I remember when the Mets hired the guy that he had a DUI. They fired him, and then they had some other guy, Mickey Calloway, come in as a coach, and he had some assault or abuse issues. Like, why? Why do the Mets got to be this, this this team? Why do we take up the 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 garbage? I know I understand that Shea Stadium was built on a junkyard, but come on now. It's flushing, bro. It's ridiculous. Flushing. You ever smelled that? Area, Jesus Christ, smells like something, yeah, yeah. Queensbridge, too. Yeah, so Billy Epler, take your ass somewhere and go sit down and stay away. You're a terrible GM. If we see you in New York, it's problems, so don't even come back on the side. Don't visit, don't write, don't do nothing. If you have an easy pass, take that with you. And the last dummy, I'm just throwing this in there, impromptu. Easy pass. Y'all are some crooks. There's New Yorkers all across New York right now that's probably waiting to file some class action lawsuits against y'all. You got easy pass, and they still charge you money, and then they want to charge you violations for not paying the easy pass. What are we doing? That shit is the... And, yo, it's not even like we asked for that shit out here, like... Bro, we never asked for it. And then the whack shit is none of the easy passes connect. So Jersey easy pass is Jersey easy pass. PA easy pass is PA easy pass. Dude, got, got don't, even, to do don't get me started, bro. Don't get me started on it, dude. Like it, it, None of it makes sense. Whack, man. If you got a replenishment situation and every time your, 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 your balance goes low and it puts, puts back another $50 in there, if you got tickets that are massing $45, why are they not pulling it? Why do you have to get an email saying or or notice in the mail? You owe us $900 now. What are we talking about? Nasty work. Nasty business. So easy pass. Fuck y'all. Y'all get the gummy. Yeah. That's so all for the show. Give them another one. Yeah, you know what? Just give them another one. Gummy. Yeah. That's all for the show. Claw, thank you for coming up. Nicole, ones and twos, a silent assassin. Uh, you are the MVP. All of y'all are MVP. Um, any kind word of the week? Ain't nothing kind to say about Easy Pass. Tua. <laughs> silent assassin, you got any words? Um, don't be the guy who leaves a car accident scene. Facts, facts. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. You 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 made it. You made it out of that situation. Up, you up now. But yeah, I agree with you. I completely agree. Completely agree. My PSA. I think I'm gonna end on a PSA. Don't think that views are all it's cracked up to be. Do things because you want to do them. Be who you are because you want to be this this person. Don't chase. Don't chase views because if you chase them, 
You'll get exactly what you want and you'll get nothing more. So all my content creators out there, don't pay attention to your view count. Pay attention to the quality of the work that you're putting out there. Pay attention to the dedication and the effort that whatever team you have, if you're a one-man gang, focus on that. If you have a team of people around you, make sure that you have quality people around you to be able to execute whatever game plan it is. Don't worry about the views. But what you should worry about is the work that you put in because when you do get that call, you need to be ready. And I'll tell you who's going to be ready the next time that call from the whistleblower comes and says, part two, it's going to be me. <laughs> it's going to be me. I'll be ready. 10 million, 11 million. Let's do 20 next time. So until then, till next week, we'll be back live streaming. Don't know what time, but it'll be on the same Batman channel. Stay cool. Stay safe. Peace. How do we get out of here? Oh, yeah, there we go.